Innalhamdulillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu Wa na'udhu billahi min syururi anfusina min sayyati amalina Man yahdi lahu falamudillalahu wa man yudlilu falahadiyalah Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Wa safihu wa khaliluh وخيرته من خلقه وأمينه على وحيه أرسله رب رحمة للعالمين وحجة على خلقه وعبادي أجمعين وأسأل الله أن يجعلنا من صالح أمته وأن يحشرنا يوم القيامة في زمرة ثم أما بعد أولا يا إباد الله أسيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون O Muslims, slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we exhort yourself and ourselves to observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To fear Allah azza wa jal in open and in secret as you ought to be feared. For indeed those who possess the taqwa of Allah, the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are the successful ones. May Allah azza wa jal make us from amongst him. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Today inshallah we begin today's khutbah. With a question. And that question is, O servants of Allah, Ramadan? What is our states and what is our conditions like after the month of Ramadan? For Ramadan has come and gone and a week has passed since we had this noble guest amongst us. So we should compare our states at this very moment and our states inside the month of Ramadan. Kunna fi ayamin, fi salatin, wa siyamin, wa tilawatin, wa sadaqatin, wa dhikrin, wa dua. We were in the blessed days, we were engaged in the prayer for the sake of Allah. We engage in fasting for the sake of Allah during the days. We engage in the recitation of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We turn to Allah Azza wa Jal in dua and we remember Allah Azza wa Jal much during the days of fasting. And through these acts of worship, we tasted the sweetness of faith. Because certainly, Iman, it has a ta'am. Iman, it has a taste. And the believers taste this pleasure. As the Prophet said in the hadith, These individuals have tasted the sweetness of faith. Who are they? Man radiya billahi rabban. Those who mispleased with Allah Azza wa Jal as their Rabb. That they are pleased with Allah Azza wa Jal as their Creator. And as their Sustainer. And as their Legislator. That they find no difficulty in the commandments which Allah Azza wa Jal has ordained upon them. And they find no haraj. They find no difficulty with regards to the matters which Allah Azza wa Jal has prohibited upon them. So these individuals have tasted the sweetness of Iman. Those who are pleased with Allah Azza wa Jal as their Rabb. And the Prophet went on to say, وَبِلْ Islami دِينًا And they are pleased with Islam as a religion. As a way of life and as a means of coming closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that person has tasted the sweetness of faith 
the one who is pleased with the Messenger of Allah, alayhi salatu wasalam, as a Nabi. That he finds pleasure in following the Sunnah of the Prophet. And he finds closest to Allah in adhering to the Sunnah of the Prophet. These individuals, the Prophet said, has tasted the sweetness of faith. So in the month of Ramadan, by way of all of this worship we were engaging in, we tasted the sweetness of faith. We prayed a prayer wherein we found the coolness of our eyes. And indeed the Prophet said, وَجُعِلَتْ قُرَّةُ عَيْنِ فِي الصَّلَةِ He said that the coolness of my eyes has been placed in salah. In the month of Ramadan, inshallah we reached that level. Where we found tranquility, where we found contentment, and where we found peace in our salah. And this is what the month of Ramadan was for. A training ground to find pleasure in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Despite the difficulty of fasting, we were perseverant and we were patient upon executing this ibadah for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we tasted the sweetness of fasting. And we spent in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a type of spending wherein we did not fear poverty. وَهَكَذَا كُنَّا نَتَقَلَّبُ فِي أَعْمَالِ الْخَيْرِ وَأَبْوَابِهِ حَتَّى قَالْ يَا لَيْتَنِي مِتُّ عَلَى هَذَا الْحَالِ And this was our state in the month of Ramadan. Engaging in these different types of worship and swapping them around. To such an extent that one of us might have said يَا لَيْتَنِي مِتُّ عَلَى هَذَا الْحَالِ if only I had died in the state. If only I had died in the state, I find myself in Ramadan. And this should be the desire of the true believer. That he hopes that Allah Azza wa takes him from this dunya in a state where Allah Azza wa is pleased with him. And we hope that we attain the pleasure of Allah Azza wa in Ramadan. And if this was the case, we should have desired to have died in the month of Ramadan. Ibad Allah. Rahila Ramadan. Ramadan has come and it has gone. And perhaps it might have been that a person who returned to the pleasure of Allah and to the obedience of Allah and he established his prayer. The month of Ramadan came, it has left us and he went back to leaving off the prayer of Allah. And the person who might have repented to Allah Azza wa Jal from engaging in riba, usually, interest. He might have repented from this, but he returned to it. Just like the one who used to view and watch obscene movies and obscene <coughs> movies, he, may, he might return to this after the month of Ramadan. And perhaps the one who repented from smoking he gave up smoking in the month of Ramadan, perhaps he returned back to it after the month of Ramadan. Ibad Allah of striving outside of the month of Ramadan can never be the same like in the month of Ramadan. Our striving in the month of Ramadan can never be like our striving outside of the month of Ramadan. But we say, لَكِنْ نَقُولُ لَا لِإِنْكِطَاءٍ We remind ourselves firstly and yourselves 
that we should not cut off from the worship which we have been indulging in in the month of Ramadan. And for this, O slaves of Allah, we have some reflections over this noble month of Ramadan. And the first reflection is, is that we need to realize that we needed the month of Ramadan. That Allah Azza wa Jal, He legislated fasting for the believers. 29 or 30 days, not for a benefit which Allah Azza wa Jal derives out of us worshipping Him. But rather, out of His mercy subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah Azza wa Jal legislated this form of worship for us so that we can return to Him and we can find mercy and His forgiveness. Allah Azza wa Jal says, Ya ayyuhal nasu, antumul fuqara ilallah, wallahu huwa al-ghaniyul hamid. Allah Azza wa Jal addresses all of mankind and He says, O oh mankind, antumul fuqara ilallah, you are in need and you are impoverished to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And know that Allah Azza wa Jal, He is Al-Ghani. Allah Azza wa Jal is independent and He is Al-Hamid. He always has this attribute of being the praiseworthy one. Whether we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, show gratitude to Him and submit to Him, Allah Azza wa Jal does not become greater. And whether we choose to praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or fail to praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah azza wa jal remains al-hamid. He remains the praiseworthy one. So we needed Ramadan as a reminder. And we needed Ramadan as an opportunity to return to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to realign ourselves and to affirm our purpose for existence. For Allah Azza wa Jal has not created us in vain. Allah Azza wa Jal has not created us, placed us in this dunya, granted us all the forms of provisions which we need, and then He left us off. Because this is unbecoming of the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah Azza wa Jal does not decree a matter except for a wisdom. Alimahu man alima wa jahilahu man jahila. Whoever knows the wisdom knows it, and whoever fails to recognize this wisdom, he fails to recognize this wisdom. So Allah Azza tells us in his book, and he says, أَفَحَسِبَتُمْ أَنَّمَا خَلَقْنَاكُمْ عَبَثًا وَأَنَّكُمْ إِلَيْنَا لَا تُرْجَعُونَ Allah says, O oh man, do you think that we have created you in vain? Meaning, we have created you without commanding you, and without forbidding you from certain things. وَأَنَّكُمْ إِلَيْنَا لَا تُرْجَعُونَ And that to us, you would not return. Certainly Allah Azza wa Jal created us. And He created us with purpose. And we will surely return to Allah Azza wa Jal. Whether we fulfill this purpose or not, our return is to Allah. And so, in the other months of the year, we became heedless of the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we prioritized our worldly affairs over that of Allah Azza wa Jal and our religion. And we prioritized our family matters. And we prioritized our work. And we prioritized our health. And we prioritized our wealth. Ramadan Allah Azza wa Jal gave us as a mercy from Him to come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we look at the purpose of Ramadan, 
it is the same purpose for which Allah Azza wa Jal has created us. And what was the major goal of Ramadan? لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّكُونَ And this is the life goal of a believer. To attain the taqwa of Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah Azza wa Jal says in the first commandment which you will find in the Quran found in Surah Al-Baqarah Allah Azza wa Jal says يَا أَيُّوَ النَّاسُ عُبَدُوا رَعْبَكُمْ أَلَّذِي خَلَقَكُمْ وَالَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّكُونَ Allah Azza wa Jal He gives an address to all of mankind not just the believers and He says يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسُ O mankind worship your Rabb Worship your creator, your sustainer, the one who controls all of the affairs. Alladhi khalaqakum, the Rabb who has created you, walladhina min kablikum, and those before you, la'allakum tattakun. So that you may attain, yani taqwa of Allah Azza wa And so the goal of Ramadan, it is the goal behind our purpose for creation. And so we ask ourselves the question, O servants of Allah, have we attained this goal in the month of Ramadan? Have we attained taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Have we graduated from the institution of Ramadan with the shahada of the muttaqeen? Have we achieved the certificate of the muttaqeen? Have we learned the lesson of patience? Upon the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and abstaining from sins. Because this is one of the great lessons of Ramadan. As-sabru ala ta'atillah. It is patience upon the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we fasted for a certain amount of hours. And from the time we start our fasting up until the end, we need to execute this ibadah. In a manner which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we also need to abstain from all those things which Allah Azza wa Jal has prohibited upon us in the days of Ramadan. And this is the major lesson of Ramadan. That we cultivate within ourselves patience upon the obedience of Allah. Up until we execute it. And this is true with regards to all of the acts of worship. That in order to Worship Allah Azza wa Jal, it requires patience. Just like to abstain from the prohibitions which Allah Azza wa Jal has prohibited upon us, it requires patience. And in the month of Ramadan, we learn this lesson. So have we cultivated our souls upon striving to overcome our lowly desires? And have we gained victory? Over our nafs in the month of Ramadan. Many, many questions we are posing. And these questions, it is for the Muslim who is truthful to answer these questions. And it is for him to respond to these questions. What have we benefited from the month of Ramadan? Ramadan was an institution for Iman. It was a madrasatun imaniya. It was an institution to imbibe within ourselves Iman. It was an institution for us to imbibe within ourselves correct beliefs and practices which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just like the month of Ramadan, it was a station. 
It was a station to refill our iman for the months to come. For the next 11 months to come, Madrasa was a station to revive our souls and to revive our iman. And it was an institution for change. And we know the verse in Surah Al-Ra'ad, verse 11, when Allah Azza wa Jal says, Inna Allah la yughayyiru ma biqawmin hatta yughayyiru ma bi'anfusihim. That Allah Azza wa Jal will never ever change the condition of a people up until they change their own condition. And this was true about the month of Ramadan. That each and every single one of us, we sought to change our states. And we sought to better ourselves in front of Allah Azza wa Jal. And this is the first reflection over the month of Ramadan. That we needed the month of Ramadan to remind us of our purpose and to wake us up from our state of heedlessness. The second reflection we have of the month of Ramadan is as Allah Azrael tells us, وَلَا تَكُونُ كَلَّتِي لَقَدَتْ عَزْلَهَا مِنْ بَعْدِ كُوَّةٍ أَنْكَاثًا Don't be like that lady who stitched her garment. And when she stitched the garment and she completed this garment, she then undid the stitching, thread by thread. This method, this parable, is like the one who does good deeds in certain seasons, like the season of Ramadan. And then after the month of Ramadan, the person leaves off good deeds in its entirety. Wallahu musta'an. لَا تَكُونُ نَقَدَتْ غَزْلَهَا مِنْ بَعْدِ Don't be like that lady who undid the garment after she completed it. She undid the garment which she thread with her own hands, stitch by stitch. And this refers to breaking our covenants with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah azza wa jalla has placed over us many covenants as believers. And Allah azza wa jalla has commanded us to strengthen these covenants and to fulfill it. And we should not be like those whom Allah azza wa jalla said, وَيَقْطَعُونَ مَا أَمَرَ اللَّهُ بِهِ أَيُّصَلْ That those who cut off that which Allah Azza wa Jal commanded them to connect and to strengthen. And this firstly relates to our connection and our relationship with Allah Azza wa Jal. That don't cut off that which Allah Azza wa Jal commanded you to upkeep. And this is your belief in Allah. And you're fulfilling of the Tawheed of Allah Azza wa Jal. Worshipping and Him alone. And then establishing the five daily prayers. Don't cut off that which Allah Azza wa Jal commanded you to strengthen. And this is the first level of connection. The second level of connection is our relationship with the Prophet That in the month of Ramadan, we saw the benefit of adhering to the Sunnah of the Prophet and that is, we observe the etiquette of a fasting person. We never acted in an obscene manner. We never spoke in an obscene manner. And this is the sunnah of the Prophet We engaged in the night prayer. We established Qiyamul Layl for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is a great sunnah of the Prophet 
And we realize that in the establishment of this act of worship, there was sufficiency for us. If we busy ourselves with the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ, we'll protect ourselves from many vices. And we'll protect ourselves from falling into matters which is disputed. Today people introduce into our society practices which has no origin in the book of Allah and in the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. And they claim that this is sitting closest towards Allah Azzawajal. There is no path which leads to Allah Azzawajal except that this goodness has been shown to us by the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam. And so we strengthen this relationship with the Prophet in the month of Ramadan by adhering to his sunnah. And then there is a level of connection with you and the creation. A connection between you and the creation. And that means fulfilling the rights of the creation. At the end of it, our parents. And then our close relatives and our fellow Muslim brothers and sisters. And so this was strengthened in the month of Ramadan. So don't be like that person who threaded a garment and then after the garment was completed, they undone the garment. The parable of this person is like the one who worshipped Allah Azza wa Jal in the month of Ramadan and after the month of Ramadan ended, they ceased from worshipping Allah Azza wa Jal. If this is the case, if we fall into this, then this may be a sign of lack of acceptance for our fasting. That if we repented to Allah in the month of Ramadan, and perhaps before the month of Ramadan we were not praying, and then we established the prayer. After the month of Ramadan, we left off the prayer in its entirety. This is a sign that our Ramadan was not accepted. A sister did not don the hijab before the month of Ramadan. She repented to Allah and she covered herself up as she ought to cover herself up. However, when the first of Shawwal came, she took off a hijab and she did not observe the hijab anymore. This is a sign of a Ramadan which is not accepted. Wallahu musta'an. For as some of the righteous predecessors said, they said, Inna min jaza'il hasana al hasana tu ba'daha. They said that the reward for goodness is that more goodness becomes easier thereafter. So if you want to see your state with Allah Azza wa Jal after Ramadan, and you want to see whether your Ramadan was accepted, then see if righteous deeds is still easy for you after the month of Ramadan. And which is impossible to upkeep the level of worship which we engage in in the month of Ramadan. But there must be some remnants of it left. Just like the Salaf said, وَإِنَّ مِنْ جَزَاءِ السَّيِّئَةِ السَّيِّئَةُ بَعْدَهَا That from amongst the evil repercussions of sin is that more sin becomes easy thereafter. And this is the domino effect. A person engages in a minor sin and they persist upon this. They will then indulge in other minor sins. And the person who insists upon minor sins, this minor sins leads to major sins. And when the person indulges in major sins, it leads to all forms of repercussions. It leads to innovation. And it leads to kufr wal ayyadu billah. This is the domino effect 
of sins. Good deeds have an outcome, just like evil deeds have an evil outcome. Allah Musta'an. The next reflection we have over the month of Ramadan, O servants of Allah, is that we need to realize that the worship of Allah Azza wa Jal is something which is not restricted to a certain season or a certain time or a certain place. وَعْبُدْ رَبَّكَ حَتَّى يَأْتِيَكَ الْيَقِينَ Worship your Rabb subhanahu wa ta'ala up until yaqeen comes to you. And yaqeen we know it means conviction. But in the context of this verse, it refers to mawt. And this was shown to us by that abd of Allah Azza wa Jal, Muhammad ibn Abdullah, that servant of Allah Azza wa Jal who established true ubudiyah for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That he was the perfect embodiment of this verse. That he worshipped Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala up until death came to him. And this is the believer. The believer strives upon the obedience of Allah Azza wa Jal up until his last moments. So we need to keep up some form of the worship we indulged in the month of Ramadan. Walillahi alham, we fasted for 29 days. We prove to ourselves that certainly we can upkeep this ibadah. Not in the manner we did in Ramadan, but a lesser degree. And we start, inshallah, by fasting the days of Ash-Shawal. And Shawal can either be 29 or 30 days. So out of the 29 or 30 days, we just need to fast six days. And as the scholars say, the entire month of Ash-Shawal, it is a period for fasting these six days. So whether you do it immediately, this is the best form. But whether you choose to break it up, Mondays and Thursdays and so on and so forth, it is permissible. And we all hear this reward each and every single year. But how many of us actually attain this reward? The Messenger of Allah والسلام, said that whosoever fasts the month of Ramadan, and then he follows it up with the six days of a shawal, meaning he fasts six days in shawal, it's as if this person has fasted the entire year. So we hear this hadith each and every single year. But how many of us have attained this reward? We have 29 or 30 days to attain this great reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So after the month of Ramadan, sunnah fasting remains. Fasting every Monday and Thursday, if Allah also wills. Fasting the days of Ashura which comes up and the days of Arafah and the days of Dhul-Hijjah or fasting three days of every month as was the Sunnah of the Prophet So fasting, it remains an act of worship after the month of Ramadan. Just like praying the night prayer, it also remains after the month of Ramadan. Many of us, we stood some nights in the night prayer. Others stood for half the month. And some stood for less. But we proved to ourselves that we can establish the stress sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. For the Prophet said, أَفْضَلُ الصَّلَاةِ بَعْدَ الْمَكْتُوبَةِ قِيَامُ اللَّيْلِ That the best prayer after the obligatory prayer, it is the night prayer. It is the night prayer. And the night prayer, it has many, many rewards and virtues. 
in the hadith report in Tirmidhi, the Prophet ﷺ said, Alaykum bi qiyamillayn. Upon you is to establish the night prayer. فَإِنَّهُ دَعْبُ الصَّالِحِينَ Because it is the trait of the righteous. The night prayer, it is the trait of the salihin. وَمُقَرَّبَةٌ إِلَى رَبِّكُمْ And it is a means of attaining closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمُكَفِّرَةٌ لِلسَّيِّئَاتِ It is a means of getting your minor sins wiped out. وَمَنْهَاتٌ عَنِ الْإِثْمِ And it is a means of protecting yourself from sin. وَمَطْرَدَةٌ لِلْدَّاءِ عَنِ الْجَسِدِ And it is also a means of averting from yourself illnesses which is physical. This is the reward for the night prayer. So we prove to ourselves in the month of Ramadan that we can establish this prayer. And of course, perhaps we can't pray 20 raka'at or 8 raka'at. But Qiyamul Layl, it is any prayer which is established after Salatul Maghrib. After Salatul Maghrib. So after you pray your Maghrib Sunnah, you pray two extra raka'at or four extra raka'at. And when you do this, you are establishing Qiyamul Layl. And this is something easy. And we establish it, inshallah, upon a basic level, and then we persist upon this and we build upon it. So sometimes we need to realize that we keep ourselves back from righteous deeds. And there are many reasons for this. A man once came to Ibrahim ibn Adham, rahimahullah ta'ala, and he complained about the following matter. He said, Inni la aqdiru ala layl, fasifli dawa. He said, I am unable to, to pray and to establish the night prayer. So he said, Describe to me a remedy. He said, Describe to me a remedy. The person is complaining about the fact that he can't establish the obedience of Allah Azza wa So what was Ibrahim ibn Adam's response? He said, فَقَالَ لَا تَأْصِيهِ بِالنَّهَارِ He said, don't disobey Allah Azza wa Jal during the day. Because the night prayer, it is a sharaf. It is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah Azza wa Jal does not give this gift to a sinner. Just like it was said to Ibrahim ibn Adham, إِنَّ الْعَبْدِ لَا يُذْنِبُ الذَّنْبِ فَيَحْرُمْ بِهِ قِيَامُ اللَّيْلِ وَسِيَامُ النَّهَارِ it might be that a person, he commits a sin. And due to the sin, the person is prevented from praying in the nights and fasting during the days. And this is the reality and the evil repercussion of sins. That sins, it keeps us back from worshipping Allah Azza wa Jal. And sins, it becomes a barrier between us and the pleasure of Allah Azza wa Jal. The final reflection we have over the month of Ramadan and what we need to strive for after the month of Ramadan, it is al-istiqamah. It is to strive to be steadfast upon the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because we know we are living in trying times. We are living in times where there is lots of fitan, where there is lots of doubts and the doubts is all around us and there is lots of desires 
and we are bombarded with this on a daily basis. We need to realize that there is no way to escape these doubts and desires except by being steadfast upon the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That there is no malja, there is no escape for us except by turning to Allah azza wa jal and imploring Him to grant us steadfastness upon His religion. Because Allah azza wa jal, He is the one who controls hearts. Allah azza wa jal is the one who controls hearts. A sahabi came to the messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam and he sought an advice. And he said, Kulli fil islami qawlan la as'alu anhu ahadan ghayruk. He said, O messenger of Allah, tell me a matter within Islam, a matter which I can adhere to, of which I can ask no one else other than you. He's seeking advice from the Prophet an advice which he can ask none other besides the Messenger of Allah The Prophet gave him a short but profound advice. He said, Kul He said, Say, and bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. And here we need to stop. And we need to reflect that this does not just mean say la ilaha illallah and you're going to enter Jannah. But rather it means you utter this word with your tongue, you deem it to be true in your heart. And this kalima, it is seen within your limbs. It is seen within your actions. And it is seen within your statements. Kulli fil Islam kawlan la asalu ahadun ghayrak kala amantu billah Say, I believe in Allah, thummastaqim. And then be steadfast upon that which this kalima necessitates upon you. For the one who does this, Allah Azza wa Jal gives him a promise. And Allah says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ تَتَنَزَّلُ عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ أَلَّا تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَبْشِرُوا بِالْجَنَّةِ الَّتِي كُنْتُمْ تُوْعَدُونَ Allah says, indeed those who say, our Rabb is Allah, in the way we just explained. استقاموا, and then they are steadfast upon what this kalima necessitates. They adhere to this kalima. Allah says, That at the time of death, the angels will descend upon these people. And they will say, Do not fear with regard to that which lies ahead. That the taking of your soul will be an easy affair. The questioning in the grave will be an easy affair. And your hisab with Allah Azza wa Jal will be easy. And do not grieve. Don't grieve with regard to that which you have left behind. And this is the reward for the people of Istiqamah. That after your demise... Those people you left behind, your wife and your children, Allah Azza wa Jal will take care of them, just like He took care of them in your presence. وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَبْشِرُوا بِالْجَنَّةِ الَّتِي كُنْتُمْ تُوْعَدُونَ And receive the glad tidings of Jannah, which you have been promised. And this is the reward for the people of Istiqamah. So we ask that Allah Azza wa Jal makes us amongst those who adhere to His religion in speech and action. And that we strive to attain this level of istiqamah 
after the month of Ramadan, Amin Ya Rabbal Alameen. And then Allah Azza wa Jal grants us His pleasure and His forgiveness. Naktafi bihada. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha ila anta. Astaghfiru wa atubu ilaik. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.